Welcome everybody, my name is Eric McNeil and I am here with probably one of the most talented gentlemen here in Utah. Uh, many know him as Mr. Kenneth Boggs, but to those close to him, this is my boy KB. KB, thanks so much for having us. Um, as you can see from up here, he does the custom suits, and then for that's for who people who do know of him. Uh, like I said, but in his close circle, we understand savvy businessman, philanthropist, and a, and a great friend. So KB, thanks so much, man. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, man, I grew up in uh, California. Grew up with uh, seven siblings in uh, Section 8 housing with a single, single mother. Came out to Utah on a track and field scholarship. Uh, ran hurdles at Utah Valley University. Graduated in criminal justice, ended up doing a complete 180. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm in the fashion world now. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about going to BYU Law School, but I was like, you know what? I feel that entrepreneur spirit in my blood. So I was like, I'm gonna test this out and go from there. That, cause that is such a change, right? Like you're saying, a, from your background, then to get into criminal justice, about to go to law school, and you're like, no, I want to do suits. Yeah. What happened in there? Because that's like a drastic change. That f almost feels like you were chasing something that sounded good, but then eventually it turned into, what am I passionate about? Is that what happened? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just something that I found that was in my blood. Like a few years ago, I was watching an interview with my great, great, great grandmother. She was talking about um, what her, um, like her childhood, her dad, talking about this whole story about her pops that I never met, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, he grew up in, um, in the South. He got into a situation with, a, uh, with, with some uh, Klansmen down in the South. Um, they were trying to like, you know, try to kill him the whole nine yards, so he ran out of town. Right, he didn't want to go back home to find, you know, so that they can see where, um, you know, his family lived and everything that nature. Sure. And the way that he used to send messages to my great 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 grandmother was through clothes. He was a tailor. Oh no! Yeah, way. so come to find out, like you know, recreation of you is having a kid, right? Yeah. So um, I believe that that was just something that was just in my blood in conjunction with uh, Motown music. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> so, we've chatted a lot about that. Mm -hmm. How did that align? So my gran my grandfather, to be exact, uh, obviously who's married to my grandmother, he he's a musician, uh, he's a preacher. I used to always listen to uh, Motown music, like from The Temptations, um, Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder, and all those mm -hmm. guys. So when I used to look at these guys, I used to highly revere them. I'm like, wow, these guys look so amazing in suits, right? right? Even though my grandmother, she, was, uh, she always taught me how to sew when I was 12, like I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. So as I'm sewing, the music is playing and I'm watching them. And this was just something that I was like, wow, I caught on to it pretty quick. So I put in my 10,000 hours in pretty early. Yeah, right? it sounds like, <laughs> holy cow. So um, it was a passion of mine that I went back to. Wow, yeah. that's incredible, man. Um, when, because like I said, right, you're going through school, you're right, and you finished up, you said, and yeah. then you're getting ready to go to BYU Law. Yeah. Did you attend, or like, at what point, like, when did you think this this ain't for me? This is for the birds, like what you said. Yeah, right? like, exactly. When did it? When did that change? Were you already doing some suits in college? Like, when did you pick it up for like your own endeavor? Because for me. 
back at home, my family was like, hey, KB, go find yourself, uh, you know, a good, good school to go to and go find yourself a good job, right? I get out here in Utah, they're like, no, you go to school and work for yourself. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> and entrepreneurship is like so big out here in Utah Valley, right? So big. When I took the LSAT, even in criminal justice, I realized, I'm like, man, I don't know. I'm somebody I wear my heart, you know, sure. on my sleeve. Yeah. And I think it takes a special person to live, uh, you know, to live that kind of life and to, uh, to work in that kind of environment. And I realized, I'm like, I don't think that's for me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so entrepreneurship ended up coming to me because I was asking my, you know, my counterparts on my track team, like, hey, like, how do you own a home? Like, we're, you know, we're 21, 22 years old. How are you doing that, right? They're doing these summer sales and coming back, buying homes, getting married, right? Because right. I'll be honest with you, the biggest culture shock for me when I moved to Utah, it wasn't me seeing white folks, right? I've seen white folks before. I saw, you know, when I was a kid in elementary school, so right. obviously you exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, uh, for me, it was when I saw a father with his son and people were married. That was a culture shock for me. But the entrepreneurship, seeing how they had, um, uh, the best way I can explain it, just how the spiritual freedom they had was the economic freedom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And so I was like, wow, this is, this is really cool. This is something I want to embark upon and uh, uh, break that generational curse uh, from my background. Dang, yeah. And so you were telling me, because your whole family's in California, yeah. and you came out here, mm -hmm. and you never left. No. What happened? <laughs> no. What um, happened? Why, why'd you stay? Because your suit business, like, because mm -hmm. uh, you suit up celebrities, yeah. athletes, entertainers all across the country. Exactly. Why? And, and, and again, not overstepping, like, you do well for yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could really live anywhere you want. Can, right. Why is Utah home? Why did you never leave? Oh, great question, man. Great question. Um, I just saw how the family structure was out here. I, I, I didn't see this anywhere else, right? Uh, my grandfather, when I was 12, he asked me, he was like, hey, do you know what family means? I was like, yeah, you know, blood, thick, and water. He was like, absolutely not. He was like, family means forget about me, I love you. So when I was here, I saw how people were so family-oriented. That was something that hit me. I was like, wow, I actually like this because this is a place where I ended up growing as a man and I learned a lot, right? Uh, especially mentorship, right? Very important, yeah. right? Um, the reason I want to bring up mentorship to be exact because that's like a uh, extended family member. Yeah, right? oh, someone, absolutely. Someone who will invest in you because they see your tenacity, they see your talent, right? Yep. Um, I was taught the difference between poverty consciousness and wealth consciousness through a mentor, right? This is... This is the cool part of having a mentor. Right. Um, he was like, hey man, um, you should invest in this, you know, invest in, you know, check out stocks and invest in this and uh, see how this goes. I didn't know anything about stocks. Yeah. I'm a kid from section eight. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I'm like, what the heck is this? This is gambling, Yeah. whatever this means, right? So the amount of money I put in, I end up making, um, you know, a good amount. Sure. Right? I put in $100,000, then I end up seeing $300,000. Oh, nice. Right? That's a little better than just okay. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, So yeah. check this out. So me, I'm a kid from the neighborhood, so I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm calling my mentor. I'm like, hey, um, can we do lunch soon, and uh, can we talk? He's like, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm telling him, I was like, hey, this is where things went for the stock. I'm about to cash out. I'm going to buy my mom something uh, beautiful, and, and I'm going to be good, right? Yeah. 
And he was like, KB, <laughs> he gave me an ultimatum. He's like, KB, that would be great. Get something for your mom. I'll shake hands with you. And after I shake hands with you, I'll tell you I'll never teach you anything else again. Whoa. Or you could find yourself another way to find, uh, buy something for your mom. And now uh, I'm saying this very humbly. Now it's at a thousand percent on my ROI. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's the importance of having a mentor. You know wow. what I mean? So someone who uh, can give you that lens, right? To give you that lens through like better direction, right? Oh, yeah. So coming out here, I'm like, okay, hey, let's own some property. Let's do this. I've learned a lot out here as a man and found me a beautiful wife. Man, <laughs> oh, I love out. that. That's so cool. I, I love that you said that too because. I'm a little bit in that world where like, obviously I've hired a mentor. I think one thing that hit me was two of the greatest ever play the game of basketball. We're not talking the goat discussion, but like (laughs) MJ and Kobe are two of the best. Okay. Right? Like top five, we'll just say, right? Neither of them won a championship without Phil Jackson. Yeah. If two of the best need a coach, we need coaches. Absolutely. Right? We're like, we might be have all this raw talent, but we, like, dude, if the two of the greatest need it, like, who are we to say that we don't, right? Exactly. And it's so funny because now I'm starting to be on that flip side where I'm starting to help coach, you know, some young individuals that are coming along. Right. And it's so funny, dude, because like you said, we, like, as a mentor, they don't want the money. No. They want raw talent that they can mold, right? And, like, that's <laughs> yeah. what you saw on you. Yeah. And it was not so much like, hey, like, pay me, do this, that, and the other. It's like, are you going to be coachable? Because if not... <laughs> I helped you make. I helped you three extra money. Just like you that, don't yeah. see the vision of a thousand, uh-huh. and like, hey, go ahead and take care of your mom's. Like, that's cool, but yeah. we're done here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool, man. Um, tell me then, uh, how? Because you, you've been talking a lot about like, um, like morals. Yes. How big is that in in becoming? You talk about Renaissance gentlemen, um, businessmen. Like, how important is morals? as an entrepreneur like how has that set you apart and set you up for success and work yeah yeah um even going to the entrepreneur world right um it's especially you starting your own business it's on you mm-hmm. right and one of the most key things is trust oh, right yeah. they have to trust you you know in order to make a transaction with you the whole nine yards i literally focus so much on that the, uh, the trust perspective because um I had business partners at the time, right? That didn't work out. They had some things that their their personal life, their per, like their morals in their personal life, tells me how you're gonna do, like how you're gonna be as a businessman. Sure. Right. Um, my grandfather always said, never uh, do business with a man who cheats on his wife. Right. I learned that <laughs> the hard way from. Boy, yeah. yeah, I learned that the hard way through somebody. You know, like I learned a lot from that guy and. I was like, I can't do that no more. I was, yeah. I was like, yo, that's not for me. That's that's you. Yeah. Right? Well, because now you're like guilty by association. Kind guilty of thing, by right. Like yeah. Yeah. You yeah. flock with that crowd. And so and so just to um, have this this other thing I'm thinking about the run concurrent is your decision, right? Whether you're gonna be trustworthy or not. And it goes back to what my grandfather said: uh, you're born looking like your dad, but you die by looking like your decisions. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. I like that, man. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that's powerful. Um, and it's funny because you and I have traveled. We've done some business, right? Mm-hmm. We travel across the country. Mm-hmm. And 
again, we can keep it humble, but we can still let them know, like, <laughs> right. you're a dapper young gentleman. Like, uh, you, still yeah, look, yeah. you look good, right? Yeah. And so one thing that I really respect is that you always got your ring on. Yes. No matter what. Yes. Like, we travel the country, and, like, we're around elegant crowds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And Absolutely. it's like, yo, like, my wife is my world, right? My Absolutely. rock. And so yeah. much like what you're saying with, you know, an old business partner, it's like, man, you make this commitment to your spouse. Yeah. You and I shook hands. If you're willing to tarnish that, right? How can I trust you? Right. 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 It's yeah. like it's such a different. I don't know, man. That's crazy. Um, thanks for sharing that. So, yeah. um, tell me then, because you you mentioned again. So a lot of a lot of followers for the podcast mm-hmm. haven't seen like the full length YouTube's and stuff like that. For so sure. I had to kind of remember some of our old conversations, and we talked about books. Mm-hmm. And you told me, what's the first book any entrepreneur should get? A passport. A passport. <laughs> a passport. Why is that? Um, I believe traveling stimulates consciousness. Uh, you're aware of what's going on in this world, right? Rather than uh, 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 being a YouTube scholar or a Google yeah. scholar. <laughs> yes. I'm like, hey, go actually go out there, go find out the information for yourself. You know what I mean? For sure. Like I said, I'd rather go search instead of research. So that's one of the first books like you should definitely invest in, right? And get that thing stamped out. Absolutely. Get out of here, go find out, right? And it works, it works like a charm, you know? Some people can speak multiple languages, some people understand like foods, culture. It's, it's, it's cool that you can be a chameleon wherever you're at, yeah, you know? Sure. So when you end up uh, building these amazing relationships around the world, like I can go, not just here domestically, but I can go overseas and I have a place to stay at. You yeah, that's saying? beautiful. <laughs> that, that's so powerful, man. Yeah. Like, because you'll see a lot of people, um, like you and I have different upbringings. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I'm a member of the church. I was yeah. able to serve, you know, a mission for my church. I lived overseas for two years, right? So I was able yeah, to kind of serve yeah. people of another country, right? But you were able to serve under different circumstances. Exactly. Like, you were able to travel and mm-hmm. meet people overseas. So, like, tell us a little bit of how you're able to kind of shed your skin right and like leave your business here mm-hmm. and go give your time because as an entrepreneur there's one thing that trumps all is time yes, yes. right <laughs> i can spend a dollar i can make a dollar <laughs> yeah, i yeah. can't as soon as i spend time i don't get that back i'm yeah, very yeah. intentional with my time yes and so for you to take time off and you've done some cool travels what's been like a life-changing experience where you're able to travel and how has that impacted you in your business you think oh for sure so First thing I had to really make sure my business was scaling in such a way, whereas some people be like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm like, are you actually an entrepreneur? Yeah. Because let's say you pass away right now, will your business still move forward? Yeah. If not, you're self-employed, yep. right? <laughs> so there's a difference between self-employed being an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur is like your business will still run with or without you here, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I had to focus on was that full-time entrepreneur. Okay. Like I said, it's like most of us, um, you know, we trade our time in for money. Yep. You know what I mean? Work the nine to five. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. But if that's your niche, cool, you know. But for me, I literally employ my fabric, right? It works for me. So it goes counterclockwise. Therefore, I get my time back. Oh, there you go. You know okay. what I mean? Sure. So therefore, I have the time to go travel and be out in places as long as I want. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, yeah, and uh, obviously, you know, one of the things to my heart is definitely helping out kids who are less fortunate and stuff like that. So nice, yeah. man. 
And have you noticed that change the way you treat your clients oh, yeah. simply by working with, you know, you say the kids are less fortunate. Yeah. Has, yeah. has that like had a direct impact? Yeah, yeah, because, you know, for me, like I said, I felt like I was the wealthiest guy when I realized I didn't have to smile on an empty stomach no more, right? And so when you do that for a kid who doesn't have food or anything like that, and I'm about to go see somebody who's a multimillionaire, right, or billionaire, <laughs> right? I'm like, hey, man, uh, I know life is good, but hey, I'm gonna tap you on the shoulder. You should come check this thing out, what I'm doing over here. So I like to collide both worlds. You it's know amazing, what I mean? So, yeah. cause I believe the biggest currency is network connecting people, money will come. 100%. You know? 100%. Yeah. And it's funny you said, and thanks for sharing that. It's funny you said that because once, and you and I had talked about this before, when, I scaled out um, where I struggled in growth and business. I'm like, man, I can't figure something out. There's yeah. something wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm putting in mad, mad hours, hours, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. why is it not converting? Right. Right. And then, and then finally, for the for a full year, I told my wife, I'm like, I'm gonna shake as many hands as I oh can, my gosh, that's so and important. I'm not gonna ask a single person for business. Yeah. I was gonna shake hands and introduce, that's it. Yeah. And bro, there is so much power in not needing a sale. And I didn't realize it. Yeah. I needed that sale. <laughs> I needed that right. sale. Right, right, right. But right. I didn't portray that. Mm -hmm. I'd meet someone like, hey, it's great to meet you. I see you know this guy, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, and they're I'm like, what do you do? And they're oh sweet, what do you do? Oh yeah, I just do this, but mm -hmm. it is what it is, right? And right. it's like, who are you looking for? Who can I connect you with? Yes. And they're like, oh, uh, this is my ideal client. Actually, I got a guy. You know what? Hey, let me put you guys in a group chat next week. But hey, I got to get going. Nice to meet you. Exactly. And they're like, whoa, what the heck? Like, exactly. how come this guy didn't ask me for my business? Right. Right. And right. Like, right. Because right, they're, right. they're so used to being sold. sold. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, Brad Lee says something. He says, the more hands you shake, the more money you make. I agree. Bro, that, <laughs> I and agree. that hit me like I hard, agree. right? I agree. And that's like a living testament of that. It's like, dude, yeah. like everywhere I go, it's just... I just want to shake hands and like get familiar with people and make introductions. Cause like you said, the money just comes, right? It, it will, it will. Cause it, especially living in today's time is so cool, right? Uh, an eight year old has more information than Bill Clinton had when he was in office. Oh my gosh. Right? Yeah. So we look like this wealth of information that's on the internet, we can tap into it. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, they teaching, like they teaching, uh, you can learn courses like from Harvard for free. <laughs> Most of us want to know this yeah. if you were to talk to the right person about it, you know what I mean? Because right. even having a conversation is currency. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And so for me, I end up ex uh, excelling in my business by living off of five A's, right? Uh, attract, acquire, analyze, automate, and act, right? I say that um, in, in, in that order, for example, Instagram, right, is one of the Instagram, Facebook, big, big platforms, right? They got smart. It's like, hey, if you got three hundred some followers or a hundred thousand followers or a million followers, you got pay us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So they got smart. So for me, I end up thinking about like, how can I keep this personal experience going? So with my business, and even outside of those platforms, right? Oh, yeah. Because I had to focus on inverting my conversion metrics, right? Right. So for me on Instagram, I attracted my audience. I acquired them, hey, what's your phone number, what's your name, et cetera, et cetera, right? I analyzed, like, hey, what do you want? Let me see what styles you have right now. That's in, that's not in, right? And I automate, like, hey, it was good to meet you, et cetera, et cetera. 
and then I act more efficiently in my business that way. Because think about it. Let's just say, hey, you and I, Eric, we're going to go fly out to, uh, to uh, Turks and Caicos, mm -hmm. right? And we have to figure out our flight. You're going to call in, and you're going to like, forget this automation. Zero. Speak to representatives. Yeah, Zero. Yeah, <laughs> speak to yeah, representatives. Yeah, yeah. We still want that human connection, mm -hmm. right? So when I uh, send a text message directly to my clients, right, instead of like, Generic uh, blast. You know, generic blast yeah. or like an email, right? Because an email, yeah, yeah. every time I email you, it's a new thread, mm -hmm. right? But that one-on-one, right, actually inverted my conversion because it was 50-50 instead for uh, broadcasting one to mi uh, like one to many because mm -hmm. my odds of conversion is one to many. Yeah. So keeping that personal, intimate relationship because we're all on our phones. Yeah. If I can text you because, what is it? We check our text messages there's 98% of us check our text message within three minutes. Jeez. So if I can get you right there, right, yeah. the speed of light, mm -hmm. then I'm good. So, Dang. Yeah. Well, you know me, I'm one ring E. Anytime, <laughs> anytime I see Kenneth Bond, yeah, yeah, I yeah, stop yeah, what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah, I got to yeah. get that. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> awesome, man. It's funny that you said about, like, our platforms. Mm -hmm. And I think where you take a successful entrepreneur, yeah. it doesn't matter the size, right, of mm. that, the following. Because people do it for clout. Oh, yeah, yeah, And I'll yeah. look at someone's profile, and I don't even want to get into engagement. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. you have this massive Instagram following. Instagram messed that up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be looking at your, like, your following, and I'll look at your bio, and I'll look at your pictures. Yeah, you have a lot of followers. Mm -hmm. But what in here tells me that you want my business? Yeah. And does your bio have a call to action? Exactly. None. No, almost nobody exactly. has that. Like, exactly. if you go look at mine, like, I'll have, like, I'll either, I switch it up. I'll either have, like, the YouTube link or I the see. podcast link yeah, or yeah. I just renovated my website and I mm -hmm. want to, like, like, get some click funnels going, right? Or even schedule a call. Right. And then right above that, like, I have an alert, like a call to action. Right. So someone land on my page. It's like, here's what I do. Here's who I help. Here's how you get a hold of me. Yeah. And then my social proof is in the pictures. In the pictures. <laughs> That's what <laughs> exactly. I'm saying. So it's like, dude, exactly. Instagram has given us this free platform you get what I'm saying? to do that, right? Yeah. So people are complaining, man, I only get 7% of my people looking at it and liking it. Why do you care? Right. Turn your, contra no, turn your contacts into contracts, my guy. Like, exactly. Why do you care about oh, likes? And I'm like, if you focus on likes one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. Yes. Because I'm like, what you want is that direct contact. Yes. Okay. Even if it's just only 7%. Hey, you better have that, like, those people's personal phone number, right? They like, have to be in your phone. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure you want to change your phone number right now. Because that, beca that becomes a part I'm of your still identity. 480. <laughs> it's actually a good conversation starter. Like, <laughs> from Arizona? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's a part of your identity. It is. It is. So you got to literally uh, catch on to that whatever um, identity that they are attached to. You know what right. I mean? Because by the end of the day, I, I don't think that, um, you know, likes and whatever. I'm like, bro, like, is it, is it even converting to sales? Like, that's what I want to know. It's conversions, man. Yeah. That's so true. Like, if you get 7% of your people following, mm -hmm. right, if 7% are viewing your stuff, what percent of that seven is converting to a client? Exactly. If not, they shouldn't be following you. Like, why? Yeah. Why are you in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's so funny. I, I was watching this po uh, is a funny story, like a podcast between Bradley okay. and Grant Cardone. Okay. And they were talking, and Grant Cardone, this is right before he popped off. He's like, man, I'm going to get all this content, 
all day, every single day. And he's posting like 20 times a day. Yeah. And Brad Lee was at his home. He's like, bro, like you got to knock it off. Like it's getting, yeah. it's getting annoying. He's yeah. like, they're unfollowing, they're unfollowing me because you're not buying anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, if you're not following, you're not buying. Get off my platform. Get off my platform. <laughs> oh, and he's so right. Oh my gosh, he's so right about that. Because here I am, in uh, 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 Silicon, you know, slopes, right? Yes. So Silicon Valley. Yes. And I'm suiting up, you know, big time guys, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm noticing like guys around our age or younger, right? Reaching a billion dollar valuation mark in their business in five to seven years. It's crazy. Five to seven years. Yes. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. How, like what, like how did you excel so aggressively? Right. Right? And the thing is data. Yes. That's where it's at, yep. right? Cause most of us, like we don't even have our, uh, we don't even have our own like medical records. You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest, like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, do you have your data, right? And that's the important part because a wise man told me, he said, KB, I will explain this to you within seconds between a millionaire and a billionaire, right? He said, one million seconds equals 12 days. Uh, one billion seconds equals 32 years. That's mind blowing. Yeah, and then I'm around guys who are <laughs> around our age or younger reaching that in five or seven years. And I'm like, yo, you know, whether it's their business or their personal net worth, right? But I just thought that was so fascinating, but it's tech, it's data, right? So I was like, hey, I needed to know how to speak the language of tech. Yes. So for me, I ended up speaking the language of tech in my soup business, so that's how I end up excelling. You that's know interesting. I mean? how, do, how do you adopt that thing? So that's another thing I wanna talk about, right, is COVID happened. Yes. Everyone, a lot of people complained. Yep. A lot of victims. And a lot of people who took opportunity and yeah. adapted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the biggest thing, right? And so you're, again, and I, and I say this in this way, it's like you're a suit guy. Yep. You tailor suits. Yep. How in the world are you going to adopt technology? Uh-huh. Right? So how did that happen? Like where did you invest your time and your money and efforts to blow this up to now speak the language of these billionaires through tech? Yeah. So for me, um, The three, like one of the two or three most important things is food, shelter, and clothing. Mm-hmm. So guess what? I got <laughs> to own a big market. <laughs> I'm on a big market. Whether it's yeah. a, a, a pandemic for five years, y'all still going to need to wear clothes, right? Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. And so for me, it's like, hey, like I talk to about 10,000 people on my phone, right? So I, I use a different platform. So I talk to 10,000 people on my phone. Yeah, I don't text them directly, like t- all 10,000 people yeah, every single time. That's time consuming. But I have an automation I have a platform, whereas I can send them the video of like, hey, this is the fabric of the month. Hey, during COVID, oh, hey, this true. is what you want to wear since you're not going to wear a full pants uh, suit, but you're going to wear a sports coat and a, and a shirt. Hey, this is what I recommend you to wear, right? So that direct contact with the people that I attracted from yeah. Instagram, right? Well, that's how you and I got linked was through Instagram. Exactly. And I've spoken in other states and like, I've had to like take a video of like what I'm thinking about wearing, <laughs> and then yeah, yeah. man, I, I love when I just get the ooh. Yeah, exactly. Like, I had no idea yeah, it, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And um, and that's so true. I didn't really think of that. Like, um, I don't, I don't even think I know your email. <laughs> I just, yeah. we just text, right? Exactly. And it's like I, it's just such flawless communication. Because I know we're both super busy, but like when I go to get on stage. I am your mannequin. Exactly. Right? Because like it's, it's cool that you mentioned that, Eric, because um, like I said, if if you write me an email and I'll write you an email, it's a new thread every time we text. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, every time we write an email, right? But by us texting, it's a living conversation. Yeah. Only way that it dies is between 
somebody pass away, or you block me, (laughs) (laughs) or you change your number. But a text message is a living conversation. So I'm like, that's the cool part, right? So like, hey, I can talk to JoJo, like, hey, JoJo, got a suit in here for you, right? It's still a living conversation, right? Even if you may go out of town, cool, when you come back, we still living it up, we're going to try this suit on. So it's, it's just something that just doesn't die unless, you know. So true, I love that, man. Um, a lot of people, I think, are very interested, KB, in, I think your story is very fascinating, right? Uh-huh. Um, I think, I mean, let's just say how it is, right? You could have easily fallen victim to that system. Oh, man. Where you grew up, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. and I think, Jeez, um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that's, I think that inspired, like, this path of, going through a career, become a lawyer, go help the family, because mm-hmm. we associate lawyers with a lot of money, right? Right. And then I think, and again, correct me wrong, because we've had this conversation before, and then you're like, man, the suits, bro, like, that's just where I'm passionate, and I'm yeah. good with people, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And so I think a lot of people want to know, like, how how did you overcome that? Like, was there was it something mentally? Was it a mentor? Was it physical, financial? Like, what happened to where you're like, bro, I am not a victim. I'm going to change my trajectory. And, like, explain that a little bit and, like, how someone who could relate. It's one of those things that a smart man learned from his mistake, but a wise man learned from others. So growing up, I didn't have a mentor. I just had people I didn't want to be like. Sure. So that experience just by me watching people, I'm like, yo, no, nah, I don't think that's a good move on me, right? And then, to be honest with you, I barely made it through the cracks. Right. Yeah. I had to deal with, man, when I got out of school, fist fights and all that stuff, just cause like, cause you know, it's a, um, you know, it's a great saying. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes yeah. you wonder how I keep you going under. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but and you're a dog. So, <laughs> yeah, so, so, you, <laughs> you know, let it out so, 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 so that's where I grew up at. And, um, you know, I've seen my mother, right. Um, you know, she's, you know, an amazing woman. Uh, I saw the things that she went through. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to break this generational curse. Like, that was my drive. So track and field, for me, that's how I ended up out here because that's one of the closest metaphor of life, right? Yeah. You know, um, you run counterclockwise because you run against time, right? right? Uh, you have lanes in track and field, right? You got to have tunnel vision, right? Um, I ran the hurdles. That's what I specialize in. So I have to go through so many obstacles in life. So it's just something that was instilled in my mind of, I'm like, man, I got to run up out of here. But I did sacrifice, um, you know, like I took, yes, I sacrificed. I told my, my mom and my siblings, our house ended up burning down, right, um, my senior year, right, as I'm going off to college. So okay. I'm going off to college. <coughs> it was A, I stay home and back up groceries, I food for less and wouldn't know what the hell I was gonna do with my life, or mom, just give me about 10 years and I'll figure this out. And you know, they say an overnight success takes about 10 years and I reached that 10 year mark. So my so now I get to move my mom and them out here. <laughs> you know what man, I mean? Man, that's awesome. Yeah, man. so. That's beautiful. So it's just, cause most people don't, like I said, man, it's just this uh, decision making for me. I just didn't want to be like everybody else you know, that I saw that weren't up to no good. Man, I love that, KB. Thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of things I wanted to hit on that is uh, when you're running, right, you said you have that tunnel vision, especially in hurdles. I don't like I don't like thinking about the 100-yard dash, right? Yeah, yeah. I like thinking about hurdles because I remember I did track in high school, and it's like 
it was down to a science. It was <laughs> one, two, three, jump. Yep. One, two, three, yep. right? Yep. And each off foot. And so did you ever look at the hurdles? Or did you always look at the finish? I never even realized the hurdles are there. You don't even realize the hurdles are there, no. right? No. Dude, that's the same <laughs> thing I think for all of our business owners watching mm -hmm. is hurdles are a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's ups and downs. <laughs> exactly. A lot of downs, probably more downs than ups. Facts. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Lonely nights. Long nights yeah, yeah. that we don't talk about. They see the fancy stuff, the oh, fun man. stuff, the vacations once a month. Right. But what about the other 30 days? Right. Bro, like the, the panic attacks, the stress attacks. Uh -huh. Like you feel lonely, mm -hmm. right? But you don't focus on them. No. Because where attention goes, energy flows. Like if you're focused on the finish, right? Because losers focus on winners. What if winners focus on? Winners. That's it. <laughs> Plain and simple. We just right, want right. to win. You see the finish line. That's where you're going. <laughs> right. So that's really cool, man. Um, thanks again. Thanks for sharing that. So I want to know, like, through these obstacles, and that's why I wanted to go with the, the second thing was your why was bigger than your problems. Mm -hmm. So what do you have to say to people who are starting a business and the importance of like a deep rooted why? Because mm -hmm. Money can't be your why. If you're in business for money, you're gonna fail 10 out of 10. Oh man. <laughs> so talk to us about like that. Like you wanna get your family out of here and break that cycle. Yeah. How important is that deep rooted, dude, 10 years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going yeah. to school? It was. It not was, knowing what you're doing? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. What got you through it? Uh, the why, man, focus on a why because like when you hit rock bottom, right? When you realize you have your why and you have your passion, you can't think of anything else but, but what you're passionate about. So focus on that. But if you hit rock bottom and you realize your why end up changing, then that wasn't your why. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was your Z. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's so right, yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah. um, why I think it's important to get a mentor because help you out with guidance, right? If if you're that single uh, single mother, right, with kids, okay, cool. Find that young man or that young woman a mentor, right? Um, if you if you don't have either. Uh, mother or father around hey guess what go find yourself another mentor somewhere but you know uh, people need people yeah. we need to be around people so if you think about the money it's gonna be hard it's gonna be hard, hard it's gonna be hard because for me like I said I know how cliche this may sound but my like I'm not motivated I'm passionate about this Absolutely. you know what I mean I don't need to get I don't need to wake up and get motivated to go work out no like I said, the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over and hope to get different results. I do the same thing over and over so I get the same results. Yeah, why change it, right? <laughs> so that's my why. Why would I do that, you know what yeah. I mean? And so that's what I like to focus on and uh, so just, true, just continuing like, my passion. I love that. I think every – you have a, you have an athlete's mentality, and it shows that you ran track and stuff, and like you yeah. apply that here, right? And you talk mm -hmm. about passion, like – it is like to be David Goggins said, you want to be the baddest mother effer at what you do. Oh, yeah. People aren't going to understand you. You no. have to explain yourself. <laughs> Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Because yeah. they're so passionate to the details, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you talk about this motivation, and people ask me all the time, say, Eric, like, how are you so motivated? Like, I yeah. love that about you. I'm like, I'm not. I'm disciplined. Oh, like, there's a job that's got to be done, and you do it. Right. right? And so I've told. A lot of people, I'm like, man, if you need motivation, this ain't for you. It's not. Right? Because those who aren't driven aren't worth driving. I'm not going to waste my time to teach you and, like, fire you up every day. Like, you got to be a self-starter. And if you're not, like, 
this just isn't for you, right? <laughs> yeah, because that part is very, very important as well. I love, I love, oh my gosh, I love that you said that. Because by the end of the day, you said you got to be a self-starter. You got to be within you, right? Um, to focus on the why, focus on the mentorship is one, you need accountability, responsibility, and understand the laws of consequence. Okay, you follow those three things, you'll be all right. You know yeah, <laughs> because you need you need people to hold you accountable. Right? Have to, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. And Even personal trainers got personal trainers. Exactly like. right. Last <laughs> time I checked, Floyd Mayweather still got a, a trainer. Bro, <laughs> come on. I mean? yes. So boxers need trainers and uh, basketball players need coaches. Like it is what it is. There's no way that you can do this by yourself. It's because we got so much ego and we gotta um, we gotta surmount that. You know what I mean? Like we can't just think that we can do it all by ourselves because like I said most people when they start off you know saying hey I'm an entrepreneur CEO um, you end up becoming the uh, chief everything officer mm-hmm. instead of the chief executive officer yes. you gotta know how this goes you know Man, what I mean? you have to be able to delegate yes you have to have a team around you you have to have to I yeah. think that's a big thing so and then I know we're kind of on the the latter part of this interview so I want to talk about scaling because you, you've, yeah. you've scaled really well. Mm-hmm. I know you got some hush hush stuff that you're going to be opening up soon that we don't <laughs> yeah, need yeah, to drop yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully soon, <laughs> yeah. right? But talk to me a little bit about struggles that you've learned. Like, I want to be able to help people not waste money in the growth pattern. Like, I do think it's important to waste some money. You need to have some losses. Yeah. You have to have losses. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. how you learn, right? Uh-huh. But how can you help us shorten the learning curve? in the growth pattern, right? You talk about these gentlemen that they're hitting billion status in five, seven years. How, like, not to say that all of our business would be those billion dollars, right? <laughs> right, right but right. how can we max our potential in a shorter time frame? Like, what have you noticed and what have you adopted to help you do that? Being around people, going back to that again, I know how simple that sounds, because like I said, uh, the biggest currency is network connecting people, right? So I'm like, hey, how can I get myself out there, right? Because we can only be behind a computer for so long. Nice. You know what I mean? Uh, for me, I realized I was going to lose my mind if I just sit in front of this computer. Then I got to wear certain glasses so my eyes <laughs> won't hurt. You know well, what I'm I mean? Doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but as far as, like, scaling, it's like, hey, Bro, there's so many, like I said, there's so much information out there whereas you can learn whatever business you're in. Mm-hmm. If it's clothing, if it's tech, if it's shoes, if it's athleisure, they have a YouTube channel for every single thing, is, yeah. right, that you can learn from, right? Tap into that, right? Reach out to the person, right? Not just reach out to them, hey, go and travel and go shake hands with the person. If that person, if you can't afford it, if that person's in town, go shake hands with that person and buy you a ticket, right? You got to risk, you got to sacrifice. Right, it's like what what are you willing to do? What are you willing to take to get to that next level? Because like I said, like even when I was with you, you know, at the Super Bowl party, uh, we had a great time. But you and I still had that in our blood, right? Mm-hmm. Our wife was there with us. Yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, honey, um, we're gonna be right back. But yeah. even like you and I, we still separated. Yeah, and then we came back. That's so funny. So, yeah. So we still understand, like, hey, we still out here doing this, still connecting with the right people. Yes. So yeah, totally, man. Oh my gosh, I think that's been my biggest takeaway um, in that growth pattern. It truly has been having a team, like a circle. Bro, throw away your friends. 
<laughs> man. Lose the friends. Get a circle. Man, man, man. I can't tell you how powerful that is, right? And For I was sure. thinking of something is, like, I consider you family on a different scale because Absolutely. blood, they're around you because they got to. Yes. You were born into it. They're, and they can claim that uh, blood thicker than water kind of mm-hmm. stuff, right? But you're going to have a lot turn on you. Mm. A lot that don't understand you. A lot mm. that'll badmouth you. Man. It'll happen. Man. Right? I love that you said that part because <laughs> literally one of the deepest things, man, is protect me from my loved ones, enemies I can handle. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> and and I've just I found that, man, like family and friends, like it, it, it sucks. It's a hard it's part. Hard. That's why when I talk about like that journey, man, is very lonely because it'll happen. Yeah. But. I've been in Utah for two years now, right? And you and I met maybe a year ago, if yeah, that. Yeah, if that. I don't think it's been a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, my, yeah, in August, just before August, right. right? And so, and I consider you like one of the closer people in my life because mm-hmm. we chose each other. We Absolutely. chose to be loyal. Yeah. We, like blood didn't bond us, right? And so yeah. I think finding that unique circle of strength and power, similar values, yeah. That's what's going to take you to the next level, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Like I think your hometown is your biggest anchor, yeah. right? Cut, you have to cut free. And I know, I know a lot of people might take some backlash to that, like you know. But um, I've just, I've come to find that man, like people you grow up with, they don't, they don't like to see you grow. It, it hurts. <laughs> outgrow it, right? It hurts, right? You still got ton of love for them. Bro, like two in the morning, I don't care. A friend calls me, I will, I'll wake up, I'll do right. what, like, in the moment, I won't even ask a question, and I got you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you get all my time and energy. That's my circle. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I love being around you. I love having these conversations, this banter, because I leave feeling elevated. Like, mm-hmm. you help me a lot, and right? And like, oh, I wanna like give each other energy. I don't want to be hearing about your bad day every single day. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> get right. your therapist, get your coach. <laughs> yeah, 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 we, yeah. we need to add value. We need mm-hmm. to have this circle, right? We need to be talking about stocks, real estate, growth, relationships. Like, yes. We need to grow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So, anyway, I really want to thank you so much for your time, man. Oh, I think man, this was you, super man. beneficial for everybody that has followed along. Um, again, lastly, so for everyone here, I want to create. A really cool network where even through the lens we can help each other out and continue to grow right so yeah. for you you taught me a married man can never have too much money no nah, man not at all and so <laughs> I, I know i know you're killing yeah. it right but yeah. who is your ideal client if anybody through here could help out if i could help out what's a connection that you would most value connection i would most value is a man who's a gentleman warrior that carries himself a certain way, like runs a successful business and understanding the balance of life. Gotcha. So if I, you know, that, that's my ideal client as far as like, it doesn't matter how much money he has, right? High or low. Um, if you're somebody who, who's, um, who's a peaceful man, right? That's my, that's my ideal client because by the end of the day, I like to uh, I like to uh, curate a brotherhood, right? So I was like, hey, if you end up uh, buying a suit for me, hey, you got a dope suit, I'ma text you, meet me at these events, I'd love to see you there, yeah. right? Because I want you to shake hands with every people that I know because I like I like you as a person, right? 
come shake hands with people that I know and hopefully y'all can do business with each other. That's the goal. But if you come there and you didn't get a number from That's some on of you. my clients, man, you wasted your time. That's <laughs> on you. Oh, I love that, man. Yeah. Well, thanks, KB. I appreciate you. No problem, so for anybody involved, Kenneth Boggs out here in Provo, Utah, travels the country. So wherever you need to be, he'll get you right. right. Um, thank you again. Always a pleasure. It, if you guys have follow-up questions or anything, DM me, give us a follow, uh, and also have your Instagram linked in the bottom so we, everyone can keep following your journey. Happen, I appreciate you, bro. Hey, man. Thank you, Appreciate man. you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> All right.